It's probably those two damn boys, Buford and Bernardo. <laughs> <laughs> Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I'm Clay Cunningham, joined as always by Adam Kurtz. We've made it to the end of our fourth season, Adam. Who would have thunk it? Not me. Well, you know, I, you know, I make it through. You know, a lot of people said I never thought those boys would get here, but we're living proof that sometimes even a blind squirrel can bust a nut. Oh, bust a nut, huh? Yeah, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, a, a lot of negatives to only sleeping like 15 hours a week, but sometimes the thought goes through your head and you're just like, this is really stupid. Let's share it with a few dozen people. So yeah, you're welcome to our listening public. Yeah, I'm thanking you too. Thank you. Okay. Well, that's, um, but, um, this, uh, well, we're, we're into, I don't know if it's a different Sort of thing, but we've kind of talked about, you know, as we started, uh, the reboot series, the new reboot on Paramount Plus of Beavis and Butthead was airing. We always wanted to do an episode like this, but we, we couldn't do it uh, as it was happening. But now we're here. Adam and I are going to host a reboot retrospective where we're going to start off. We're going to list our top three favorite episodes of the new season of Beavis and Butthead. We're going to list our least favorite episode. And then we're going to go into a bit of a rapid-fire round where we just kind of say one or two sentences about the rest. Adam, put yourself in the mindset of a listener. How captivated are you to hear what we have to say about this new Beavis and Butthead reboot? You know, I, I'm, I know they're enraptured in general when, when clicking and getting notified that this is, you know, a new episode is there. But then just, you know, it's all about we're here. And it, I usually say it's about the journey, but this one's about the destination. And you, that's, man, it's even the most 15 seconds of time. Now I have. Dude, e- even the most cliched statements sound utterly poetic when coming out of your Thank mouth. You. But um, so, yeah, that's so that's where we are. Um, we're interested to hear what anybody else has to say. You can fe- email us later. But for now. We're going to get into our own lists. Um, Adam, you literally just come up with the top three. I'm going to kick it up to you. Your third, what is your third favorite episode of the newest Beavis and Butthead season? Um, you know, I, right now I'm going to start out with the one of the last episode, Bone Hunters. Okay. I liked the, um, the effort of putting together Bonersaurus. Yes. Um, and uh, they really were intrigued by some. It brought out the best in both of them. They worked as a team. Um, they listened in school. They went out and did something. They made some money, but then re- resorted right back into themselves uh, with the money blowing away. But I enjoyed the Boners Are Us shirts they sold and mm. uh, the bra that they found. I saw a pair of underwear in a parking lot today. So it reminded me of uh, the bra. They Did found. that impact your decision at all to include this in the top three? <laughs> it may have subconsciously. Um, so, yeah, um, Bone Hunters, number three on the list. You want me to keep going? You want me to? Are you? You're, well, your I, I figure we go back and forth. Um, this one. Well, I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention because yeah, this, this was sprung up from a discussion uh, with Van Driesen, and I, I would have thought you, being the Van Driesen fan, would have as I did laugh very hard at him talking about collecting dinosaur bones is like, well, this may not have the glitz of popular youth culture. And then just literally showing a slide of like crowd surfing teens. Like that was, uh, yeah, really funny. I also like, yeah. Um, yeah, as they're going through, I mean, just a great character touch. We see like a shovel that they stole from Anderson and on it, it said uh, happy anniversary, Tom love Marcy. It's a great sign of their their marriage. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, there was good initiative. I mean, the Bonasaurus, which was, yeah, compiled of chicken bones, um, you know, obviously it didn't look great, but by Beavis and Butthead standards, it did. Yeah, it looked it's like old. a dinosaur. You could tell what it yeah. was, and I thought, man, they, they really did a nice job. Yeah, the one thing I will say is, um, 
Well, one, like them kind of digging through uh, trash cans reminds me of Beverly Butt Billies, which kind of maybe unfairly makes me think of a superior episode. But also there's a thing with um, like a group of hipsters comes to like take pictures like, oh, my God, we've got to take a picture of this. And I thought they were going to do something with that. And then it just yeah. kind of they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. They said they were going to post this on social media, but like to me, that seems that they found actual like appreciation for it in some regard. But the way they talked, it seemed like they were kind of making fun of it too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I thought really sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- I, I feel like there was an idea there that they they didn't explore. But um, yeah, not on my list. An okay one, but um, I, now I'm going to hop in with my. Number three choice. Unless yes. you have more to say about Bone Hunters. Yes, go for it. Okay. Third on my list, um, I'm going with uh, with Beekeepers. Um, this one, it was the last of like the first, like what happened, Paramount Plus released, I guess, two slash four episodes on the first day. And I think a big one, like this one kind of put me at ease because I think the show got into a, got off to a rocky start, which is something I'll hit on later. Um but this one, I think, is really elevated by some strong writing. Because basically what happens is um, they go to a farmer's market and Van Driesen is there telling about like how they can make money selling uh, honey from bees. Which, first off, great start with Van Driesen at a, farmer's, at a farmer's market. You know, saying things like cornucopia and fibromyalgia. Like, just, yes. I, like, Mike Judge oh, really saying on phrases. Like, overly mispronounced <laughs> yes like Mike judge Mike judge really putting his stink on that one and um but this one again like i said you know what happens is they think they find a, a bee's nest but instead it's a hornet's nest which is absolutely believable that would happen in the beavis and butthead universe and then also there's a big thing like they try to get it out later and um the box that they put the nest into goes into the into the bathroom and crushes a bottle of shampoo, but a bottle of yellow shampoo, which looks vaguely honey-like, and it's like, yep, that's it. It's uh, and again, I, I'll have a direct comparison later, but um, this this one was just really, um, I, I thought it took advantage of their stupidity well, and it kind of it it went it organically went about telling a story. And and had some good laughs. Um, Anderson trying to knock down the uh, the uh, the wasp's nest is also a, it was a nice touch. And it just you know, again, like I said, yeah, I, this this was one. I, I, it was I think it's good, but also kind of gave me a sigh of relief because I don't think the show got off to a good start. And this one I was like, yeah, I think this one could maybe lead me to believe it's going to be worthwhile. You know, I wanted to, uh, I liked the video in this one, too, of the BTS dynamite of Beavis really being into it and Butthead trying to shut him down, but Beavis really staying with his guns here on BTS. I didn't expect that. No, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like a whole, like Bon Jovi, like uh, his Bon Jovi rules thing from, uh, I'm not remembering the episode off his head, but yes, a a moment of Beavis standing up for himself. So that's uh, my number three. Uh, moving on to, uh, number two, <laughs> number two, Adam, what you got? Well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going back here cause I didn't mention the ghosted oh. clip from, uh, bone hunters where, uh, the guy on there was, um, ghosted his girlfriend because she was addicted to sex in which Beavis went absolutely berserk yeah. and, uh, Butthead didn't stop him there. He actually says, I know I'd tell you to settle down here, but go for it. And uh, yeah, they they weren't even upset that he they busted the TV. So yeah, <laughs> if there was a reason to bust it, though, that that was for right. A rightful tirade from Beavis there. So um, number two, like I honestly had a little difficulty. I, I mean, I know I literally just came up with this list. And as I look back through um there were it's tough to make a top three list um and i'm not even sure this is my number two but uh i liked downward dumbass i liked um beavis it was over the top and cartoony which i'm usually not into 
but him falling asleep on the escalator really did it for me for some reason where he's literally just rolling over and over and over on uh, and even says good morning to a guy who comes in um and the but uh, with the yoga pants that he tried on Beavis has a lot of confidence I think throughout this whole reboot um and I feel like the focus is actually on Beavis more and in this episode he thinks he looks he'll look sexy in yoga pants and uh puts them on and then realizes he can't see his schlong because they're so tight. Um yeah. they try to grease him up to get out of him. Uh but uh doesn't do so. So uh I I like this one. It was kind of quick and to the point too. I felt like a lot of these episodes kind of drug on. Maybe that was the Paramount Plus effect too and I'm not used to seeing ads with these. But yeah. uh I just liked how quick in the pacing of this episode too. Okay. Um, I got absolutely nothing out of this. (laughs) I like, I mean, I like yoga pants as much as the next guy. This one struck me as like a sort of a, Oh my God, wouldn't it be hilarious if, and then I, yeah, I, I, it starts off with a classic start of them just staring at a mannequin. Yeah, so, I mean, so. it's, I mean, that's it felt kind of like something he'd seen before. I just, yeah, well, each their own. But uh, that this will save time, I guess, because I this is one. It's not my least favorite, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't get much out of this one. But uh, well, I'm off the show. Then I won't even reveal yeah. my number one. Okay, well, I and I'm not even remotely interested in hearing it. So uh, number two for you. Number two for me, um, and this is kind of an issue we've kind of talked about before, like, you know, separating what you think is objectively the best and what's your favorite. This one I would say is probably, I think is the best episode of the season. Um, nice butthead is what, okay. I, is what I'm going with. Um, there were, like, multiple episodes that kind of, like, try, like it went about, like, kind of altering the status quo of the series and ultimately showing like how the boys, particularly Beavis didn't like it. Um, yeah. The plot of this one is like butthead goes to therapy and he's given pills to uh, curb his aggression. And, um, and it works wonders. Um, he just kind of like pops them like candy. And, um, he, and he's, I, I like to like, he starts being nice to Beavis and Beavis's first instinct is to say, God bless you. and um but i would say like i think mike judge with him being like almost 60 years old i think his voice is a little more limited like like he doesn't have like big jet as many big gestures here i thought this was his best performance as butt has just kind of the uh the subdued and creepy way he talks and um, I, I like that. I mean, they put him in a, a yellow like golf shirt and gave him a spit curl. <laughs> and yeah. um, I even like too because Beavis is so uh, off put. And I love like just mostly like it's a sunny day. Why not wear a sunny outfit? <laughs> really found a nice groove. And I even thought he had um, a bit of a Van Driesen drop. Uh, tone to his voice like that's the kind of way he was acting and wouldn't you know it by the end he invites van driesen to have lunch with him oh, yeah. yeah yeah and then beavis can't handle it and it leads to a fight and he butthead vomits up roughly 200 pills which i don't know how they fit in that tiny little uh <laughs> container and things are back to normal like this is one again just like storytelling wise i do think this was the best one and it's funny too i don't want to just be like well it was well constructed I really liked Mike Judge's voice work here, and um, again, I'd say if it's the best, probably, but not quite my favorite. I like that one too. Um, and I think Van Driesen was talking about the teachers' union, right? At that <laughs> yes, he was. So, um, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's weird how Beavis strives for like. We always said if Beavis just had a chance, so maybe that uh, proves us wrong, where he got his chance to just follow Butthead being a good student and acting polite, and he wanted no part of that. So maybe that turned our theory on its ear. That, I, I feel like it almost felt like they made a point to do that in a few episodes this season. But I, of, of all of those ones, I feel like this was the best one um, for sure. But um, Adam, if you don't have anything else to say... Drum roll, it's time for us to reveal 
our number one episode. And Adam, oh. yes, uh, top of the bit. What you got? Your, what's the best one, or or maybe just your favorite of the new season? The doppelganger. I that was a uh, one I really liked. Um, Beavis mistaking Butthead and then just being annoyed by how over the top nice guy this uh, guy was. He does several annoying things such as uh, offers Beavis a ride to the Maxi Mart and has to run a few errands on the way there, which we've had that uh, giving someone a ride. We've had to stop uh, at various places for them um, when it was clearly stated we didn't want to. Um, <laughs> how many oh, okay. We're just clearly, clearly having personal grudges from someone no one in the audience yes. knows, but I know what you're referring to. Um, Eric. <laughs> I like the... Um, the song that he played to the the reverse, but then Beavis actually ends up singing some of it. That was um, my favorite part of the episode because he just—he's uh, literally. I mean, it, it, it's just—I don't even remember, but it's basically just replacing the word "exit" with "enter" in both sides. But I do love Beavis immediately caught on and started singing. Like, yeah, I, I love that part. And uh, yeah. That was uh, that was really good, and then Beavis really took to him. Like Beavis wants to get rid of him the entire time, literally says as such. Um, can't do it. The guy's just overly nice, and then teaches him a fist bump. And uh, man, Beavis really enjoyed that fist bump, um, and goes to show Butthead, and Butthead of course kicks his ass. Yeah. Uh, but it uh, that was just real. I I really liked. Uh, the doppelganger in general, how it was drawn and how confused kind of Beavis was at the start of it too. So um, I like that one. Uh, and then I did like the how to shake your meat <laughs> where uh, that was the video in that one where uh, Beavis really wanted to shake his meat as well. Again, Beavis focused. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, another one. Like we just talked about, like sort of like, because yeah, Beavis could have had an opportunity to basically make a new friend with a guy who really wanted him, really wanted to be his friend. <laughs> yes, annoyingly so, creepily so, wanted to be his friend. Yeah, that was I, I, that one I was was pretty good. I didn't love it, but uh, written by Christopher Brown. Though if I remember correctly, uh, uh, Sean Beard on our last episode, apparently they changed a lot of of that script. Mm -hmm. That's kind of I, which you know, it's TV. Who really knows how much? But that was one of two episodes um, he got credited for. So. Um, all right, now. All right, Clay, give it to me. Okay, like I said, and, you know, I don't think anyone who's listened to this show who knows my favorite character is going to be surprised. Um, and I believe Sean actually said this was his favorite episode when we talked last time, but uh, number one for me is Locked Out. Um, it's uh, It starts with, uh, well, basically, yeah, Beavis and Butthead are locked out of their house trying to get out, which, you know, classic beavis really kind of surprising that this wasn't a story initially and it, it has um a well I, I think a very funny if not kind of convoluted scene where like the the window breaks and it's just a shard of glass right above and they try to climb over it and cut their nards um i don't it seems like beavis and butthead would take the time to just knock it out because it's destructive but but whatever but naturally um what makes this one is to, is Tom Anderson, um, who, um, who instead of just asking him to help, they devise a plan to tell him that teenagers scratched his truck and that he should go after him to where they were going to like wrap this chain around the back of his truck and on the door so it would pull it off. And um, we get, uh, you know, new names. Uh, we've had Buff Coat, yeah. Beaver, Butthold, and Joe. And this time we get... Buford and Bernardo. <laughs> it's the same joke, and yet it's still very funny. Um, like a lot of times, like you know, he repeated it three or four times, which may be more than he needed to. But I still like the Buford and Bernardo thing. And um, it ends like Beavis was supposed to take the chain and tie it to the to the truck, and then go put it on the door. But uh, it got wrapped around a tree, so instead of doing the door, he stuck it on a pipe. And it ends with just the the standout scene that put it over the top for me is uh, Anderson driving off with Beavis in the front of Beavis and Butthead's house, just dragging behind the truck. 
as the cops chase him, um, <laughs> somehow completely uh, unaware. Um, again, that is just the anything with Anderson is always just like a warm blanket for me. And um, again, this, this, this one felt like a holdover. Um, I, I don't know if it would be a huge spoiler to say that I didn't think this batch was as good as the original run, but this one definitely felt like it would have comfortably fit in the original one, both because it's funny and just because of like a plot line, which um, uh, again, so I, I think nice butthead. I was probably objectively the best in my opinion, this was my favorite episode. I went back and forth, but him dragging the house is really what put me over the top. So uh, Roof had uh, Anderson in it a bit too, so that didn't make uh, you're maybe not in it enough, or just uh, I-, I noticed. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in the rapid fire yeah. round. Sounds Unless good. it's your least favorite episode, we can. Can we call it the lightning round though? Um, well, that's. Uh, we'll let the butt nuggets will say that it's one and the butt burgles will say the other. I forget who's who. It doesn't matter. But um, all right. Well, that's some positive thoughts. Um, we're just going to do like a like I, I think we just want to list what we think is the worst episode, not like a bottom three. Um, but anyway, yeah, we we'll get to Adam. What? In other words, let's let's spew some negativity unless you have more to say. No, I'm just. I, I've only watched the the whole uh, lineup of the new of the reboot here uh, once through. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, because I think after two watches, I probably have a better grasp of my own opinions. But uh, I, there were some that I just kind of like the river. I didn't really enjoy, so I put that as my worst one. Um, okay. I thought in general. Like Butthead seemed very mean in this reboot, um, where he's like super hard on Beavis. Maybe that was just my perception. Um, the river was just like too over the top for me with him like pulling along um, down, floating down the river, and then they went over the waterfall, right? And is that how it ended? I even I can't even remember how it ended. Um, it's they go over a waterfall, and um, eventually they just get get kind of stranded because yeah, they were trying to chase Chick. I was like, um, okay, I, I I liked this one. I'm surprised okay. to say this is your least favorite. I think mostly, um, I, I I laughed really hard that Beavis and Butthead were banned from the pool because they were quote known urinators. <laughs> Sure, that was good. And um, I thought this one, I I I get the criticism. This one is kind of cartoony, but for whatever reason, the shot like because yeah, Beavis and Butthead are trying to chase these chicks down who are on on, going down a river with some friends, and um, very predictable joke. Like when they see a tube, and it's like, hey, that'll help, and then they just grab a shopping cart. That one I didn't like. I don't know for whatever reason, I could get some criticism as to why people wouldn't like, like, Beavis, because there's a fly fisherman. Well, what was your thought of the fisherman that gets his, his hook stuck in Beavis's mouth and kind of pulls I mean, it? yeah. Is that, did, and then the guy finds the pole, and then they, like, drives, and he's getting wax everybody on the way down. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I liked that sequence. I could understand, and I, I, I like some touches, too, like the shot of them, like underwater, I thought was really well done from a technical standpoint. I think I would knock it because, yeah, the way it ends is they kind of just get lost at sea. And at one point, yeah, there was like a little toy boat. Mm-hmm. And they kind of see it on the horizon and think they're being rescued, but then they see it's just a toy. That didn't really land for me because I didn't think it was a survivor story and they were trying to kind of pitch it at one. But um I, I would not say that this was one of my least favorites, though. I, I, I thought this one... I, I can get some criticism. I actually thought this one was kind of fun, though. Well, you suck. What was your worst one? Oh, okay, well... Um, yeah, this one... Honestly, I think this was set in stone pretty much the moment I saw, uh, the moment I saw it. And it's uh, the first episode. I hated Escape Room. Like, I know you did, I, yeah. I, and the thing is, it starts out promisingly... Um, because yeah, it's these two people who are like, you know, signing up for an escape room and the guy tells them they need four. And as this is happening, Beavis and Butthead have like a bunch of milk cartons and they put it on the side of the road and they're just watching and laughing as cars run by. And I think that's funny. I was like, okay, great start. And, um, 
then you know they get into the like it, it sets confusion like they go apart they go into a bathroom think it's the escape room and like i talked about in beekeepers i like you know confusing a hornet's nest with a bees and a bee or a hot hornet's nest with a beehive totally believable seeing that yellow shampoo and thinking it was honey that's well done this one it's a uh, i think it's a either it's like a pull the door pulls open beavis pushes it and they say we're stuck and i was like oh okay that's kind of and then um then we get like beavis like saying like an obvious joke like this mummy's tomb it was a mummy's tomb escape room looks just like a bathroom i was like um okay and then like they see a toilet in the or they see a turd in the toilet and think it was a clue and i just like man this sucks like this it it took the wind out of my sails because you mentioned I think going back to our Beavis, our, our do the universe discussion, um, how the synopsis talked about how like you know they misuse iPhones, and you said it sounds lame, but it's really not. And mm-hmm. I, I agreed with that. This one, I think it's just like, hey, Beavis and Butthead in a modern setting could be wacky, and it mm-hmm. it was lame. I just um, I, I just, did like in that one the how to make a prison tattoo ink. I the, yeah, yes. I, I did, I did, I did write that one down too. But this one, there are a couple like these. This one really felt like fan fiction to me. Like it just, yeah. I didn't think there was any heart to it. And maybe it's just a Beavis and Butthead thing where the first episode is always the worst because I, I still contend Door to Door is the worst episode of the yeah. show. Period. Although it doesn't track because Werewolves of Highland of the new reboot of the first reboot was really good. But sure. I guess I, I don't know. Am I being too hard on this one because I really didn't like it at all. I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying. I didn't hate it as much as you. I think it kind of falls into that middle room for me. Um, But what I did like from that initial seeing that that TikTok um, video they had, I was encouraged. Like, I feel like there was more of a focus on those, actually, you know, with their own being like a maximum of two and they weren't uh, restricted to music video so that initial hey these could be really funny i know that's not part of the episode but so i wasn't as distraught and i didn't i honestly didn't mind it that much so but i get the criticism too okay well i'm glad we're not doing contention because i'm gonna tell you if we did a bottom three one of your favorites might have made my list oh i'm sorry this Again, is, I've watched it one time through. It's you're you're allowed your opinion, man. It's sliding on his at. First of all, did you see the pyramid, like the view of his ass of butthead pulling on the pants, and his like pyramid like ass cheeks, like <laughs> you know, really skinny ass. But uh, all right, is it time for the lightning round? I really want to do the lightning round. Okay, well, we're going to do uh, the lightning slash rapid fire round. But you know what? We got to pay the bills, Adam. We got our ad. So uh, oh, that's right. let's let's take a little break. But we will be right back. Yeah, we're going to basically just kind of give one or two cents synopsis. Or just, well, I don't know. We're going to talk about the rest of them, not in as much detail. But uh, we will be right back after these words from the wonderful people. Good morning, Grayson. <laughs> Good morning, Grayson. <laughs> Check the chat in a little bit. And we're back. And, uh, I, you know, Adam's really gotten into it here. Um, and, you know, I, as I haven't been holding up my end of the bargain bitwise. And he, he told me he came up with a real rib tickler that he wanted to go out on. So... Take it away. Yes, I did. This was written by me, and I'm taking full credit for it. If the cast of Fresh Prince started a volleyball team, what would you call the defensive specialist, Clay? I don't know, Adam. If the Fresh Prince of Bel Air started a volleyball team, what would you call the defensive specialist? <laughs> Alfonso Libero. <laughs> you. That's really good. Yes, I, I yes. Oh, but um, <laughs> I'm right. taking 100 credit again for that. Okay, but now you know what we got dueling titles, so I think it's time. Let's do dueling sound effects. I'm gonna like d- welcome. Now we're gonna get into 
the, what did I call it? The shotgun? Rapid fire. The rapid fire slash lightning round. Oh, God. There's... <laughs> Oh, we need a break from this. But um, okay, so yeah, just a few sentences to the rest of them. Uh, Adam, we're going to go in order. Uh, the special one. I like this. I, I, you know, I, I like this one probably more than I should have. I thought it was good. Um, I liked the, I, I liked our Beavis being, uh, first of all, I liked it just starring Beavis and him being seduced by the fire in the dumpster. So, and he didn't really know why he was firing it, uh, following it. He questioned it at times, but he did nonetheless. Yeah. And it's another one where, yes, because the fire was a positive influence and, and Beavis naturally had it extinguished. Um, I, yeah, and this was the first one to kind of like sort of play with that whole idea and kind of turn it on his head that he'd be better off without Butthead. Um, I think it was interesting. Um, I liked, I thought, I mean, just, yeah, I thought that that fire would be a positive influence. I, I would I, the one I really only have one criticism of this one, but it's kind of a big one. I don't think I laughed one time. Fair enough. Like, what about a Kale Dodds? I thought that was pretty good. The Kale Dodds video, uh, the country singer, was really funny. I that, thought um, I'm vague. Yeah. Oh, with the fat guy with the ju- the 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 curly yes. hair. Yeah. 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 yeah that, really was a pretty, that was a pretty <laughs> solid one. Um, okay. Boxed in. Um. It was, uh, again, it was okay. Like, they get trapped in that box, and the, the I did like that, the, you know, they had gone missing, and then they were found because they were bringing in the new textbooks, which is where the boxes they got trapped in. Um, so it was, it was okay, and not a gut buster. Yeah, I, I laughed seeing Y2K handbooks for educators in the basement when they get down there. And I thought it was a, a really nice animated touch, like when Van Driesen opens the box, we see like the way the light comes in. I thought that was really cool. Otherwise, yeah, really forgettable. Um, it, uh, okay, you hinted at Adam. Adam. Uh, roof. Yes. Um, this is where they get uh, stuck on the roof. I can't even remember what they were trying to do, but they were trying to... Uh, something with Anderson had was made sure that he needed hearing aids. They immediately got them and threw them away. Um, I, I don't know why they got on the roof though. I, you know what? I was actually <laughs> just about to say, like, if this was a top four list, this would have made mine. But I'll be goddamned if I don't. Re- I don't remember that off the top of my head either. Oh, they were gonna smash the thing. They were gonna smash. Oh yeah, me, yeah. But you know, yeah. just couldn't carry it up there. This is where, yeah, and then like. Butthead is like trying to kick Beavis off the roof too, and step on his hands and stuff. It was okay. Yeah, I I like this one a lot. I, I like naturally Anderson is someone who would call Amazon the Amazon, and um, mostly I I really like. I'll give a shout out to uh, the director John Ackenbach because I thought there's a like I mean yeah you can say you know maybe he was too mean or whatever. I I thought. The way it was shot had a really effective vertigo effect. Like this, this, this is one where I really kind of felt uneasy in kind of I think kind of a cool way. And again, it was I thought it was a nice touch too for them to get stuck on the roof and shouting down to Anderson who couldn't hear them because he didn't have his hearing aid. That's it's there's it's, I think just another issue of of good writing versus bad writing. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I like this one quite a bit. Um, River we already discussed um, the new enemy. Um, this almost made my least favorite list too. Like I did enjoy the shot of the raccoon with the nachos on his belly. He's like laying back eating them. Uh, but the glue stuff, I don't know why the, the, I I sit here and rip on cartoony, even though I put one of the more cartoony ones in my favorites, but like them getting stuck in the glue and kind of walking around and getting tangled, whatever. Yeah. I really liked at the beginning, they're watching an HGTV show and uh yes. that one yeah. that was good yeah and he steals a girl with his homey touch it's but uh, this... joanna Gaines. that's who that is <laughs> right um but yeah this is a really derivative one we did like a die fly die slash the rat combo we talked about and this is just that with a raccoon and i'm with you then they're trying to catch it with a glue trap and a big kiddie pool and it gets stuck to him it was a bit wacky for my taste yeah i I didn't i didn't like that one at all 
Okay, uh, the doppelganger we discuss, uh, homemade. Yeah, you say this is this, this is the first like yeah there were a few episodes of Beavis and Butthead in the future this was the first one. I like the way they looked. I like the way they were drawn with you know the missing teeth and being fat. Um, but I you kind of saw it coming when he went and applied for the job, and then he immediately got the job at the unemployment office where they send him right back to Butthead, and Butthead had to be his aide and do stuff for him. Um, I didn't mind the ones when they were, when they kind of flash forward, you know, they kind of had the, uh, Treehouse of Horror intros with Kang and, uh, whatever the other alien's name is, but with future Beavis and future Butthead, just kind of a peek into the future of it. So, um, unfortunately I think I'm going to be saying this a lot though. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if this is maybe like a controversial, like, it just like well, for one, like Beavis gets the job to go tend with Butthead, and he doesn't realize he's going to his own home. That's that's too stupid. I'm sorry. That that and especially when it's on Dixon Lane or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yes, precisely. And also, like, just maybe we can talk about like like. But I mean, did they play? I I almost feel like this would have worked. Like maybe Beavis and Butthead separated, and like Beavis gets a job, and this reintroduces him to Butthead. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think it's interesting because this one, yeah, just, I don't know. I didn't get much out of this one either. Um, but, uh, okay, uh, next up, virtual stupidity. This uh, this could have been in my top three list too. I, I like this. I like this one um, where they see virtual reality, like an ad for it in a mall kiosk, but they actually don't put on the headsets. They just put on sunglasses. Um which they're stupid enough to just think of like, oh, we're in a video game now, so it's cool. And that's essentially the whole episode. Uh, I like the, the violent an animation <laughs> scenes of them getting hit by a car. And this is an instance where Budhead is being mean, but he wasn't being truthfully mean because he thought, that eh, we can just reset our lives. So I'll just shove you into traffic. And he himself tried to do it as well. So where they eventually end up in the hospital. I like this one. Um, I, I, I liked it. That's all. That's all I give you. I like, I, and like there, there are nice touches as far as writing goes. And I did think, yeah, the end, like the shot of him pushing Beavis in front of the car is so abrupt. And it's <laughs> yes. like, really like that, 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 that I thought kind of salvaged an episode that I didn't like at all. And a big reason was like for the first two thirds, like they just kept saying this feels it's like hey everybody it's like a neon sign hey hey everybody this is the joke this feels or like hey this fountain doesn't feel real and they just kept saying i i i don't know I'm, another one of our classic disagreements i didn't really care for but it, it it has a nice ending but i i didn't like that element of it fair enough that's have you played the actual vir have you ever played the actual virtual stupidity game no. Have you ever seen Butthead game? Yeah, I haven't either. But um, it was a nice, yeah. nice callback. But, um, hey, can you edit in lightning sounds between each one of these we discuss? That's, well, I would, except I'd be, I'm going to be too busy inserting shotgun sounds. So cow, 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 cow. Don't give up the editing responsibilities and then ask for favors. Uh, okay, next, kidney. Cow, 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 cow. I really liked the sounds of his kidneys popping. <laughs> like the pop pop um so that's another um, thing I, I i simultaneously loved and hated it just yeah. like because it, it was a real just major and it just ooh, that was rough to hear we got to see stewart um but you can't I, you kind of knew where it was going though you know what i mean stewart the classic uh still got the winger shirt on but he's got a blazer over it very believable version of stewart um but uh yeah, it was, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I I thought this was my personal favorite of the of the older segments. I'm kind of surprised you didn't like this one more than you did with uh, Stuart. I mean, it was maybe predictable, but I mean, I don't think it was trying to necessarily reinvent the wheel. Because um, yeah, basically, yeah. Well, what happens is Beavis's kidney blows out because he doesn't want to get off the couch for butthead, but uh, and then Stuart agrees to to do it. 
And it just, I mean, I, I liked it overall, but it really kind of made me sad because just, Stuart even says he has triplets. Just like, man, <laughs> yeah. get on with your life. But, um, didn't, Butthead, or Beavis didn't want to move because he, he took Butthead's seat too because the spring was jabbing him in the ass. Yes. <laughs> which, which, by the way, if you remember correctly, that incident happened to a kid we went to school with. Uh, yeah. His spring from a chair wow. literally, literally sodomized him. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, next up, the good deed. Um, forgettable for me. Uh, they took the uh, they took the uh, this poison stuff. I did like Anderson talking about how yeah, you got to go to Mexico to be an American anymore, you know, uh, to get the poison that he wanted. Yeah. Um, but I uh, this one I. Again, it could have been my mood. I'm not. I'm not poo-pooing anybody, but this one just kind of went went in and went out the one ear and not the other. Yeah, and um, you know, I, you know, Anderson calls him Travis and Bert in this one, and there's some good animation because like they think this poison is Spanish fly, so they put it, they pour it in, and then they drink the whole thing. I think Sean mentioned that. Like, I think he said, even the dumbest person you know would have stopped. And there is some good animation with their bloated bodies, and they die for some reason. Which, um, uh, but uh, you know what? There's already, and it, it's it's a different episode, but there's already a Spanish Fly episode. Um, it's called Spanish Fly, and uh, it's a lot better than this one. Yeah, I didn't like this at all. Okay, uh, two stupid men. Um, I I did I actually liked the. Uh... The Twelve Angry Men remake, you know, and I, I like that movie a lot, and oh, um, and then, then coming back and them being the ones just because they're pure pains in the asses, where they're like they they somehow convince the whole room that that you know it just took that one guy, hey, his tattoo's slightly different, but mm. they actually did let the love the guilty guy go and they continue to be pains in the asses because once everybody says not guilty then they flip flop back to guilty just pissing everyone off so um yeah, yeah. this one, I, I like this one yeah i i, I like i like the setup too i found that a little predictable i mean that's another one where again i don't know that they were necessarily setting up but like when they were going around i mean just doing one by one everyone saying guilty 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 like you knew just, where that was going they're not gonna say, they're gonna say not guilty i will give it credit though um one the guy they let out Im- immediately committed us because he was on trial for manslaughter and when he got out he he committed a string of manslaughters which is a crime you cannot commit on purpose. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was funny. And I, I, I got to say, they, they kind of worked it out because I, I said, I mean, initial criticism was, um, you know, they're adults now. They could just commit the crimes that this guy or this this guy does. But the last scene was they talk about it and then they decide it's too lazy. So I'm like, oh, okay, that, that, that's all right. But uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was okay. Uh, Freaky Friday. Um didn't do much for me like they all thought they thought they were each other and i maybe it was the mood i was in again this would just hit me in the face and then left is this is this episode just going to be called adam's mood it could be yeah um i well people don't watch it you know what i mean i don't want to give people the wrong impression i yeah i I, this one wasn't believable to me well, I, I, I mean, I think that's a flawed... Well, I'll, I'll start out. I have some negative things. Like, Freaky Friday's kind of been done to death. And, um, and there is some unnatural exposition early that's literally, like... It's never good if a movie unironically reminds you of Birdemic. But, um, like, they were talking about, oh, we saw this movie, Freaky Friday. Like, what was that about? And Butthead describes the plot, and it reminded me of the scene of Birdemic. Wow, that was a good movie. An Inconvenient Truth. Like, the first thing I thought of. But I thought there was some good touches here. Um, I think they're... I mean, they... Uh, it's believable in the, in the Beavis and Butthead universe that they would, they would fall for this. And, and as they're thinking there were other ones, I really, I really loved the shot of them. They switched t-shirts. That, that to me, for whatever reason, really made me laugh. Um, 
they kick uh, each other's ass by beating themselves up. Too. Yeah, I, I think it ran out of steam a little bit, but some nice touches and it's maybe predictable. But them just standing on opposite sides of a, like a gas station drink cooler and seeing it's, yeah. I, I I think that works just fine. But um, this is probably my least favorite video of the year too that they critique the how far is tattoo where they tattooed each other. I I that wasn't their best effort either. I don't even remember it. Um, uh, Weird Girl. Weird Girl I liked. Um, where uh, a girl made a real attempt uh, for to show Beavis how she felt. So much so as burning down the school or a section of the school. Um, I wanted Beavis to know. For, I, I wanted and he couldn't even get the I heart you. Where yeah. <laughs> Um, she dumbed it down in the simplest of terms. Started out with Cornholio though, so I'm I'm not sure where you would uh, feel about this one. Well, I think it's kind of I think we talked in the movie where I think this is another thing of Mike Judge's maybe vocal limitations not being able to do Cornholio because he literally shows it. It's it's like not even a minute long. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I I thought um, yeah yeah she I mean there there's some good stuff um, but like him thinking his t-shirt said medium instead of Metallica is kind yeah. of amusing, I think, in no, itself, but it doesn't but it doesn't hold up because he literally noticed it said Metallica early in the season. I think on its own, yeah. you're like, oh, that's kind of a chuckle line, but then you think about it, it's like, mm, but... Has a chick ever dug either one of them, though? Like, in, this, in the entire series? Uh, Lolita and Tanqueray were going to sleep with them in a tornado one, but even Yeah, that, but they weren't attracted to them. No, you know but... And and this one too, like we're talking about predictable moments, because like there's like, hey, is there anyone you fall in love with? Or like, because like, yeah, the the girl who had a weird name, I don't even remember what it was, but talks about unrequited love, and then Beavis starts talking about his love, and it's the swirling music. You're like, oh, he's gonna say it, to, and just like everybody, I, I, there has every Beavis and Butthead had, fan had to know it's like he's gonna say fire. Yeah. Like, like why are you building this up? It's not that great a joke. We see it coming. Oh, yeah, it was okay. Uh, time Travelers. Um, the Jacob Satorius chapstick video really made me uncomfortable how young that kid was, and that video was just gross. That's what I took away from it. But um, uh, this was uh, fine. They, uh, you know, Beavis breaking his arm was really gross, and it just flopping around. Um, but they thought they, you know, changing time zones could fall back and uh, go back in time. And then they kind of fall down a hill. C plus. Yeah, this, um, again, like there's already an episode where they think they go back in time in season eight, uh, Time Machine. And that one had Van Driesen play acting as his great grandpappy, I believe, Tobias. And I thought that was a better episode. I, um, I will say, yeah, again, this is more like... More good sound work that I hated, like of the crackling bone, just like that. It's kind of like I had to plug, but I will say though, like the one genuine big laugh I got was Beavis doing the boing and then just the cracking and then him snapping right out of it. I thought that was really funny. Otherwise, yeah, highly forgettable affair. Um, okay, the longest one of the two, the, the only one to stretch out over the entire length, uh, Spiritual Journey. I liked the rabbi going deep into the <laughs> iron man and then iron man correcting him on that mm-hmm. and saying he's splitting hairs when they're knocked out um uh, i like the confusion of you know religion and the marvel movies um i like the catholic priest too just his the character and his voice work on that i thought that was really good and it's, but, yeah, I love that too. I don't remember a thing he said though, because he was getting so deep into Catholicism. He's like, I don't know what any of this means, but he he said it was so pompous and just like, but yeah. that's that's a story for another time. Like, like that. Yeah, I think we, that was. We both don't want to get it excommunicated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one. Go ahead. No, no, you continue. I just it was too long. It was too long for me. I didn't like the length. It could have been, uh, uh, you know, a half episode. It could have been a, 
a normal length episode to me. It kind of just did the same bit over and over and I was ready to move on. Yeah, that's, I would say, criticism. It is long, but there's a lot that I did like about it. I, I also like, you know, the, the scene, like, they're just in passing. Beavis is talking. Because you know, what, what the plot is, he thinks he sees Jesus in a nacho, and he's trying to, like, you know, go for a spiritual guy. And he goes to all these places, and we don't see it, but, like, at one point he went to a mosque, and he just goes, and let me tell you, they did not want to talk about Jesus. <laughs> I thought that was a really good line. And I thought there was some good stuff. It, it ends in an abstinence center where they call him Bobby and Broderick. And, um... I think there's some good laughs that I guess I don't really remember off the top of my head. But like you said, yeah, trim it down. I think there's a sol- there's a solid episode in here somewhere, but it, it's, it's extended too long. Um, refuse service. I like this one um, where the I, I do miss our, our my guy, the manager, not your guy. No. Um, the fat manager is, is gone from Burger World. Is and, he uh, gone or is he just black now? <laughs> I, he was much trimmer, I guess, too. Um, yeah. But Beavis and Butthead, just how bound to signs they are. <laughs> like, the guy put up a sign and they uh, they thought they could rule the world. And then the sign gets taken down. They're like, damn it, we've got to work again. <laughs> so um, I thought it was fitting that you could probably make two customers fight by just the little line that uh you know that they said at the end to try to pit him against each other but th- this one i liked yeah uh, this one well we also mentioned a uh, burger world is not a mcdonald's parody anymore. now it's a burger king parody yeah. <laughs> um yeah this is another one i just like i i got it confused with the like one from the reboot like i thought like, didn't they do this plot already? But it was actually, uh, it was an episode called Bathroom Break, where they just realized they could take a bathroom break. I just, And this one, I, I actually was kind of disappointed in, because it was written by Christopher Brown. To, like, this is another one. Again, you don't know, like, what how much he did. But I just, yeah, I didn't really think they did anything that interesting with it. It was kind of, yeah. maybe a few chuckles, but, uh Yeah. And uh, the last one, well, not the last episode of the season, uh, that was the aforementioned Bone Hunters, but the last one in the shotgun lightning round, uh, the most dangerous game. Um, I think we have to call it lightning round, too, because you were supposed to call it the rapid fire round, but now you're calling it the shotgun round. Well, that doesn't even make sense. Sure it does. Um, Just listen to all these shotgun sound effects. I'm going to kill myself, and it's Uh, your fault! Most dangerous game... Uh, it was, they try to get each other to the old wives tale of if you dip your hand in, in warm water when the other is sleeping, that they'll pee their pants. So they went on a marathon staying up session, uh, not trusting each other, calling a couple of different truths, truths, truces, 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 something like Um, that. But they, uh, they eventually both ending, end up peeing their pants in front of the entire class. And again, uh, there were there were a few laughs in here, but uh, I liked the animation of them staying up a few times. But I feel like we've kind of seen that before too. So uh, yeah, yeah, this is another one kind of almost had like a bit of a leftover from the original run feel. But um, but Butthead's voice when he's being sneaky always looks like because he's he's trying to like you know just do to lure Beavis to sleep. Just like just some of the, the the stuff he said, and um, just a small deal. Like I really liked the shadow work because at one point they called a truce, and then obviously Butthead wasn't going to hold to it. But like he had the bo- a bottle of water behind the couch, and they really just another one of just great details that you notice sometimes. Like his shadow on the wall, you don't have to do it, but I noticed like that's 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 good work. That's uh, but uh, yeah, it's another one kind of runs out of steam. Um, and they eventually, but but some very effective and detailed P sound effects when they dip their hands in water that had to have been ice cold at that point. <laughs> yes. But, um, yes. okay, so we're the end of there. And um, uh, as far as video, like you've talked about a few, but I mean, there are there any other video segments that stood out to you? In the most dangerous game, the Chinese War Sword, uh, that was a old video from the internet there too. That's a, that was a, they really liked that one, um, I think we've kind of hit all the uh, <laughs> the ones that I liked. 
Um, I can't believe they're not hornier in the, in the videos. You know what I mean? Like, I almost feel like there's two different versions of them because, like, if you go with uh, WAP by Cardi B, they're pretty subdued with the amount of butts and boobs that are in that video. Very much so, yeah. Um, I, I thought of that. Um, and uh, I don't, what do you think of ASMR, by the way? I, I, that weirds me out. I laughed a lot when they were whis- when Butthead was whispering, though. Um, they were both kind of whispering back back and forth during that. That was in boxed in. So, yes. um, well, I am actually someone who almost cannot sleep without ASMR videos, but okay. I like steady ones, just like hair dryers, like waterfalls. This one I think has an appeal, but it's a lot of like changing sounds that I think would kind of get distracting to me if I tried to sleep. But yeah, I, I do like there, – there's something about it, though. I'm, and I'm not surprised that Beavis and Butthead feel like they're getting wood. Um, <laughs> dude, you mentioned it. The Chinese war sword comment, like, like I know it's an old video. This honestly was one of the top two or three laughs for me when – because it's, it's this the dumpiest dude in the world just swinging a sword. Like, you know out there there is footage of him falling over. But as that's <laughs> happening and his gut is just, like, shifting – I love and Butthead just go. This guy must score so hard. <laughs> He's wearing like slacks, a tie. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, really. Yes. Yeah. That's... Um. So I'll go through a few uh, that I noticed. Like, there's the the Will a Cow's eyeball bounce video. Beavis mentions, but I love Beavis mentioned that he wants two schlongs so he could score and spank his monkey at the same time. To which Butthead asked, like, why not do it with two chicks? And Beavis is like, yeah, that's a good idea, but I'd need a third schlong. <laughs> I like the idea that even in his fantasies, he has to be masturbating. Um, another one of my favorite voice works from the the Good Morning Farm video, which didn't really do much for me. Um, but, like, it's just a lady talking to her farm animals. And at one point she sees, I think it's a pig, and she's like, good morning, Grayson. And I love the Beavis. Good morning, Grayson. <laughs> really funny impression um tones and i cloudy day um some very good and i think very depressing parody lyrics i don't really know this song um but like there's i guess it's uh, mama always said kind of and i love we get uh mama always said that she's hung over just make yourself some cheerios from butthead (laughs) and beavis immediately gets to mama always said there's food in the fridge i'll be back about two weeks (laughs) and and then another one i love that um uh beavis calls pixar dixar and just another thing another judge killing it line with god damn it beavis you've still got it (laughs) That uh, that one i liked a lot um the lizard dinner video i didn't like i didn't laugh much but apparently be i love that they just gave the late that beavis is into lizards like he's just sprouting a lot of lizard facts i don't know if they're yeah. true but fun <laughs> detail and then um oh the the poor can't survival bushcraft breakfast youtube oh they roasted him man. oh they <laughs> killed him because it's just a guy yeah making like like cooking yeah breakfast food in his backyard and um Constantly claim, claiming that they, he stole the food from his mom's fridge. And Butthead, with the great zinger, is like, all good things must come to an end, like this filthy breakfast and my marriage of 14 months. <laughs> that's, uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, what, that, that's the highlights of the video segments for me. What do you think just overall of them, including, like, you know, YouTube and TikTok stuff? Uh, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I think there was more of a focus or maybe like a, I think there's kind of rejuvenation where you could, uh, you know, you could go into territory where you haven't before where, I mean, I know they did the shows on like the two, the, the second to last reboot, the, the reboot in the middle there. Um, so that was kind of their first foray into it, but I think just. Kind of where Mystery Science Theater went when they could go away from just strictly science fiction, being able to go away from just MTV and just music videos, I think benefited. And honestly, I think it was a very strong aspect of this entire reboot. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it, it, there was a lot of good stuff. Like, uh, it's I mean a few a few clunkers, but yeah, he, he was still pretty sharp. Um, just a few stray thoughts here. Um, the theme song changed. Any thoughts? Did Gary Clark Jr. do it? Like, I think I read his name in the credits uh, very very briefly. So the renowned guitar player Gary Clark Jr. Um, um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I. I yeah, that was another thing I really thought had a fan edit feel. I know Judge uh, on, I believe it was Howie Mandel's podcast, said he liked it. I I mean, it's not like I don't care that much about the oh, the credits music, but yeah, it didn't really do much for me. I also notice, um, I think another thing with Judge's vocal limits, they don't laugh as much anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, they didn't end... Um... They didn't end the show every episode with the guitar too. I felt like sometimes they barely like kind of snuck it in there for a couple different, uh, just like a couple seconds where you could barely hear it. So, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So um, I thought my only other thoughts was just Paramount Plus. I, think I was, I, I was. That, that's next on my list too. But you know what? Go at it. Streaming fatigue. Again, I don't mind sharing my feelings, even though you poo-poo them. Um, right. I, I, I got I must have streaming fatigue because Paramount Plus was terrible from start to finish. Um, it's not easy to navigate. Um, and they said they were going to release all the episodes. They may have now. And then most of the times I felt like the ads were longer than, than the actual episodes. And you can say, oh, we'll just pay the extra money, which I'm not even sure if that was an option to go ad free, but it's, it was terrible. Like it made watching some of these a chore just because maybe I'm, I'm spoiled and not used to ads anymore, but man, I did not like any aspect of uh, Paramount Plus. No, we we are in complete agreement here. I know there is like one you could update because I was really surprised because you know it was a few weeks ago it was Halloween and I was in the mood to watch this fairly obscure horror movie that I love called uh, The Black Coat's Daughter. So I just did a Roku search and it popped up and I was like Paramount Plus like hey hey you you came up with something because otherwise I think their cat their catalog sucks but no it was an add on to watch it so. So they also ruined my Halloween. Yeah, it's 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 even worse with the old episodes they have. I feel like those I really hate with commercial breaks. And initially, like when when this came out, I thought like, man, I paid money for a digital copy of the Judge Collection. That feels like a wait. No, I worth every penny. And then navigating so. the Judge Collection, man. If you go like trying to get to a certain episode. This we we gotta I gotta keep it short, but man, you could fast forward just enough to have a commercial go a little too far where you'd have to rewind. Mm-hmm. You get another commercial. It was just a it's yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's nightmare. yeah it's it's gone from my uh, my catalog now that the series yeah. over. Um, okay, so just now, man, I have one day to edit this, and we've talked for an over an hour. God damn it! But anyway, um, some final thoughts, Adam. What do you think? What are some things that you think? could improve in the next season just overall i I, it's i don't know man i don't know if i've thought about it too much but the animation's definitely different so like if you've not watched it at all beavis and butthead look the same but nothing else looks the same either i know uh sean said it was done by the same crew that does archer and it really has that feel i don't know if i like it or not I, i i can't tell you one way or another it's definitely different um and I get with cost and things like that, it's probably a lot easier to do it that way. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want any more. <laughs> like, uh, there's so much out there and there's so much good out there. And this was so just average. I know we talked about some, but for what we got out of it, I don't know if I want more. Yeah, it's it's fine. That's that's what I that my assessment. It's fine. I liked the movie a lot. I think, I think they're maybe left in the movie. If they just yeah. left in the movie, I would have been fine. I mean, there's a few episodes I'm glad they did, but overall, it's not essential. And you know what? I this could be controversial. I don't know. I think they should change things up next season if they're going to do it. Like one instance, they said, like have an episode where Beavis actually dates the weird girl or something, and maybe it doesn't work. 
Like, I would say, like, the one episode where they really tried something different here was the special one. And I didn't like it. I thought it was a failure, but it was an interesting failure. And I think so many of these we talked about, it's just like, we've seen this before. You know, it's just, I mean, even if it doesn't work, like, I think just try, I I think it could be like interesting or just like, yeah, I I really wish they would have done something like have them reintroduce. I mean, I guess, sure, you can say, oh, Beavis and Butthead never would have separated. But I mean, it just, yeah, even if you don't like, I mean, but yeah, I don't know. It's fine, I would say. But um yeah, I think you could you could even dive into Tom Anderson more, you know, just have an episode of him, you know, and maybe it feels like King of the Hill too much, but maybe it doesn't. But I honestly was thinking like, man, would I have preferred a King of the Hill reboot over this? And I, and I absolutely think I would. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, I, I just, I don't know if I need more. And that that's my, <laughs> the movie, the universe movie was, was fine. And uh can make sure you insert some lightning and gunshots effects in this in this too, just for that your hot takes. <laughs> maybe a crack of a whip. I don't maybe, know. I think I'll definitely have to do like a bullet inserted into my head, listening to you talk about your love of downward dumbass. But um, it's all right. It's the mood you were in. Hi, kid. Adam. Well, first, like, like I guess we made it to the end. Um, thanks for everybody who listened. Uh, I don't know. This season, I hope it was okay. It was tough to do. I won't. Unlike Adam, I know that feelings belong on the inside, so I won't share them. But just suffice it to say, there were uh, there was times where this was tough to do. I I, I think we'll do more. Well, one, I think we will do more because we're hoping. I, I shouldn't maybe plug it because I haven't talked to her in like two months. But we're hoping to have Sarah on for a Christmas episode. But otherwise, I don't know when we're going to be back. Uh, Adam, do you have an idea of when we're going to be back? Oh, maybe when Facebook lets us back on too. We yeah, still can't figure that out. So. Yeah. It, it, again, if you've tried, if, if any, anybody who's trying to get a hold of us on Facebook, we can't use our profile. And it's, no I literally tried, I tried no two way. fucking hours the other day. They blocked us. I don't know why. They never told us, fuck Facebook. It's the worst thing in the world. Facebook is worse than Paramount Plus. But other oh. than Facebook, Adam, how do people get a hold of us? Uh, emailing us at, uh, Buffcoat and Beaver Pod at Gmail. They can uh, go on Twitter because that seems to be going well right now too. At uh, Butthole and Joe, and uh, I think that's all we can. That's you can give out your cell phone number if you'd like, but I don't think we do that normally, right? Um, it's uh, I, you know, if, if I feel if I'm feeling froggy in the edit, I'll go ahead and put it in. But um, but again, you know, if yeah, but thanks to everybody who listens. It's a uh, it's a labor of love, even if you know we don't always love doing it. But we'll, we'll, we'll I make no. We'll, but provided that Sarah wants to do it, we'll be back for Christmas. You have our word. But uh, until next time, you know, thanks for listening. Peace out. Man, that was a good movie. An inconvenient truth. That is it. I'm getting myself a car that's environmentally friendly.